0: What's going on everybody, Sammy V. here with Millennial Stories with Sammy V. Podcast episode number 11. I'm so excited about this this podcast today. We got the amazing Christine Moore on today. Um, But uh, hey, if you're a new time um, or first time viewer to this podcast and YouTube show, uh, wherever you're finding me, whether that's on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. That way um, you can get more episodes just like this um, right away. Um, really appreciate you checking it out. Millennial Stories is a, um, is a podcast where I interview people in their 20s and 30s who are absolutely crushing it. Um, I do this podcast for a couple of different reasons. One is I, um, I went down to an entrepreneurial conference about a year and a half ago and I met amazing people in their 20s and 30s who are doing incredible things with their life um, and I left that conference being so inspired by the young people that I met. And so I said, what if I could create, recreate that same experience um, in a podcast or YouTube show format? And so that's the, uh, that's the purpose behind it. But like I said, I have the amazing Christine Moore on today. Um, thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, thanks. I'm glad to be here.
0: First, she, it's her first ever podcast she's ever on, which surprises <laughs> me because of how much, like we were talking before this, is how much you do, the business that you're running right now is, is exploding. It's doing amazing you're um so you're the owner of literally
1: exploding literally exploding (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true
0: which we're going to talk about in a minute um but you're the owner of lil buff protein yes and um which is a protein cake mix right okay it's a
1: protein cake mix that um is gluten-free and microwavable and it's got 26 grams of protein so
0: that's amazing yeah it's such a cool it's such a cool product such a cool idea um, you also are anest- you also do anesthesia. am I pronouncing yes. that correctly? I, okay. Yes,
1: I'm an anesthetist.
0: Okay, so that's a hard word.
1: I know. <laughs> Try telling people you do that for a living.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also do some marketing consulting, right. um, For a protein company, is that correct?
1: Right. For NutriKey and Rep Sports, I um, run their ambassador programs and help with social media and uh, e-commerce marketing.
0: It's amazing. So you're busy, and you got kids too.
1: Three. Three kids. Three. <laughs> wow,
0: that's amazing. So. Um, I have a friend and who's also a mother, she's got like four kids and I think I'm busy and I'm like, your life blows my life away (laughs) as far as busy goes. Um, so how did you get started in, um, Buff protein? How How did that all come about?
1: It was so random. So I, um, after I had my third kid, I decided that, I needed to do something different to get in shape than everything I had done because I had pretty much done everything, ran marathons hmm. and DVDs and all that. And so um, I started to lift weights and get into bodybuilding and competing. and through that process, I got really sick of chicken and asparagus and broccoli. <laughs> I was like over it.
0: How did you so, get sick and tired of asparagus? That's I a, mean, I know, amazing. right?
1: Um, and so after eating that six times a day, you know, on schedule, I was like, there's got to be another way to still get lean and be healthy, but just not be choking this down. So um, I just one day started experimenting in the kitchen and threw together some healthy stuff threw it in the microwave, and I'll never forget that the microwave beeped, and my husband was like, you just always make the most, like, amazing random things. And (laughs) it came out, and I tried it, and I was like, dude, this legit tastes like cake. It's got the same nutritional makeup as my chicken and asparagus. Like, I'm eating this every day. amazing. (laughs) Every day. Yeah. (laughs) So, I did. I ate it every day, and I started posting it on Instagram. Um, And then people were like, well, where can I buy that at? I, like, I don't know. I make it in my microwave. Literally had people showing up at my doorstep wanting to buy it. And I, I was sitting there. I'm like, I, I'll go make you one. I, I don't know. What to do. <laughs> um, and from there, it just kind of rolled into what it is now. Yeah, so.
0: that's amazing. Um, now, I know this to be a fact, but you never you didn't want to be an entrepreneur. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No. Why not?
1: Um, the whole idea of running a business and everything that goes into it was just incredibly um, just, it just gave me a really unsettling feeling, that vulnerability and just, I always saw myself just doing a job that I could just show up and at the end of the day, go home and not think about it. Um, And I was just really intimidated. So I uh, pretty much every decision I made in my life went away from ever being um, a CEO or an entrepreneur or anything like that and it came and found me instead so yeah
0: so what you said there's a vulnerability to it it's intimidating um you know you're you're running a significant business like your business is on pace to do seven figures this year Mm -hmm. in sales which is a and you only started this two years ago correct which is amazing um and so I mean, what kind of, what was that transition like mentally, emotionally to go from, I don't want anything to do with entrepreneurship to now I'm running a seven figure business?
1: I think my um, naive attitude about it made it a lot easier because when I started it, I wasn't starting it going, I'm going to have a seven figure business. Like I was starting it going, All my friends say I should do this, so I'll just try it. If I can get some Lululemon pants at the end of the week, I was successful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I might make enough profit. Yeah, and Lululemon is expensive.
1: Yeah, I'm like, if I can just like, you know, maybe like have a little extra fun money, get my nails done, get my eyelashes done, and not feel guilty about it because I'm not dipping into my kids' college fund, like that's success. So my idea of success was so small that it took kind of that intimidation away. Yeah. Um, and and so it really, the hard part for me was time management. Hmm. Um, okay. You know, as busy as I was uh, working full-time in the operating room, which is an intense, stressful job, and then taking care of my family and my house, um, to start another venture, I really had to squeeze. So that's where sleep, laundry, all those things kind of went out the window. Yeah. And uh, we just kept squeezing time and making things happen.
0: Is that still the hardest thing for you now? Time management.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Because when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, you literally work twenty four seven. I squeeze time. At, you know, if I get stuck at a doctor's appointment, I'm on my phone working. You yeah. know, you're just, you're just. But it's a different type of work because you're working for yourself, and so it's different you actually reap the benefits of what you're putting into it mm-hmm. versus a traditional job where you're busting your butt so somebody else can reap the benefits of that. Yeah. So as much as you're working all the time, it's, it doesn't feel like that. You're passionate about what you're doing.
0: Yeah, which is so interesting because you just said like 10 minutes, or not 10, we haven't even been in this 10 minutes, but <laughs> two minutes ago that like you just wanted that nine to five, right. you just wanted that, and now you're like, I like it yes you know which I which I find interesting I have a similar story in that like I never knew I wanted to to work for myself or try to build something on my own I just knew I was ambitious you know what I mean I knew that I wanted to do something great I knew I wanted to build something you know I, I did I didn't know that what that looked like I don't even think I'm an entrepreneur I don't I'm like I don't even look at myself as an entrepreneur I just look at myself as I want to build something you know cool so
1: make an impact
0: yeah make an impact you know and change people's lives, however that is, because really that's part of what your business is doing because um, you're providing a product that um, is healthy, you know, and you're also, I actually have talked to people and they're like, I'm tired of eating the chicken and rice diet or chicken asparagus right. diet, and you're providing something that they can enjoy and love um, and still get the nutritional value, which is really right. cool. So what's been, um, so you said time management, but um, what's been, another one of the other hard things in owning your own business and, and building this from the ground up?
1: Um, I think some of it stems from the fear of rejection and the fear of failure. That, mm. that can be really a tough thing. I think that held me back in the beginning just being afraid. Rejection of what? of the product that I was creating. Okay. Like, I was like, hey, I like this, but this is coming from a girl that's eating chicken and asparagus every day. So to me, this was like amazing. But OK, so I want to take your random guy who eats Twinkies and Ho-Hos every day and give him my protein cake mix and see what he thinks, because that's a totally different perspective. Sure. And just that fear of failure, it actually kept me from putting reviews on my website for a long time, because mm. I was just scared. Um, of, of getting a negative review, you know, yeah. but eventually, um, I gained enough confidence to open myself up to that, that vulnerability and just putting myself out there. And it's amazing. Like we have over 2000 five-star reviews with a 99% recommended rate. So oh my
0: gosh, that's amazing. Right.
1: So I, I mean, I was so afraid to do that. And then I finally just took that leap and, um, just, you know, that's a huge thing. It's just, the fear of failure will keep you from getting to the other side, yeah. but uh, if you can push past that, then you really How did open. did you push up. past it?
0: Was there a moment? Was there a time when you were like, "Screw it," or was it just like a progressive? What, what got you past it?
1: I think uh, I would like to say, "Oh, I just grew a pair," and you know. But <laughs> I think um, a lot of it is you kind of build that confidence. You you know, we would do live demos. Um, and at like a booth and people would walk up and pop it in their mouth and then you would just look at them and like you know if someone's like mm, yeah it's good you know or you know when they're like they're, their mouth drops their eyes bug out and they're like this is amazing yeah. you know and so after enough of seeing everyday people's reactions and getting feedback from um, the customers we had I was like all right like we got something good like I'm gonna put the reviews out there and so everyone needs to know it's good.
0: Yeah. So. That was kind of when you realized you were onto to something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Um, because I've sat in my room like, I need to create a product. Like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Trying to think of something. Right. And here you are, you just stumble upon something in your day, and you just had the courage to, like, try it and do it. Um, when you first started selling the product, actually, like, you know, you said somebody came people would come to your doorstep, and you're like, I can make you some. Like when you first, we actually talked about this on the phone, but when you first um, bought product, you know, and you actually made a financial investment, what was that like?
1: Um, that's, that's scary because it, and, and here's where the difference comes from, like the young millennials in their early 20s and then the older millennials like myself, um, there's a lot at stake when you have a family with three kids Mm -hmm. and you know you want to save for their college and you know things like that so going out on a limb and spending thirty thousand dollars on packaging when you think about that's like a full years of college tuition you know there's just so much at stake you have so much responsibility when you have mortgages and you know daycare payments and things like that so it was definitely um scary but at that point I knew for us to get to the next level uh, we started with little bags that we were hand stickering Mm. and that's when you start to think outside the box and think like there's got to be a better way to do this Um, if we actually invest in pre-printed packaging we're gonna cut down on labor costs our branding is gonna be more on point and so you just have to be um, willing to take the risk and know that uh, it's gonna make everything better in the future, but yeah. it's definitely scary.
0: Yeah.
1: I got three kids to feed and they eat a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. And I didn't
1: wanna take on investors. I didn't want to um, go that route. We've had tons of people willing to invest for a percentage of our company, but I really felt like even if we had to carry um, a little bit of credit card debt for a month or two, that because, you know, with a product, you always have to buy everything up front and then make the money back. Right. And in the beginning, it was like we were always carrying some credit card debt because it just takes a while for that process. Sure. Um, the crazy part of the story is we had about, at one point, we had about 40000 in credit card debt, which is like terrifying uh, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, my husband quit his job last January and decided to go full force into... This business and he had a six-figure job it wasn't you know he was yeah, doing significant, really well yeah yeah and that was terrifying I'm for sure me. Um, however the month that we went without a paycheck from him was the month that we paid out every cent of credit card debt all $40,000 and we've never had any since we've been able wow. to you know have the money up front now to make those big purchases
0: that's amazing so,
1: yeah that, that takes... was that was like a god that was like a god will provide moment like yeah it took a lot of faith for us as a family to um know that that decision was gonna gonna carry us and it, it was like between our faith and um just god's grace like it it was like that month the month that we had no wow. income everything got paid off and we've just been moving forward since
0: that's amazing and it's that takes some guts because sure. when you've got kids, it's different when you have kids. I left the job yeah. that within probably a year and a half I would be making six figures based on the growth of my book of business and whatnot. And I left that job and it was a risk. But it's nothing close to when you have kids. I right. only have to feed myself.
1: Right.
0: I'm the only person I have to feed. <clears throat> when you've got kids and you say, you know what, I'm going to leave a six-figure job to go in full-time into a, a business that is, it, you know, there is... I think there's for me, I think there's more security in, in your ability than there is in putting your security in a job because that job can just fire you or they could go under, et etc. The owners make bad decisions financially, you could lose that job just as quickly. So um, But there is that sense of security when you have a job that's especially six figures, you know, it pays your bills, probably plus some. You know, you're able to live comfortably to take a risk into something that really is unknown. It's like jumping into the ocean and it's like, you know, what's out here? I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. unknown. And so I applaud you guys for that because a lot of people don't do that. And you know what? That's fine. That's the life that they want to live. And that's great. I I totally I understand it. At the same time, to have that guts um, to do that, that gives me a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. So um, walk me through a failure in the business that you something that you've learned from.
1: Um, I mean, we've had a couple, (laughs) uh, the first one was, I mean, I went into this with no business experience. I didn't get a minor in business. Um, there's no, you know, Family members that really have their own business. So I wait I really, a second,
0: wait a second. You don't have to have an MBA to own a business. <laughs>
1: no, um, I oh got my, my uh, undergrad in biomedical <laughs> engineering, yeah. um, which is really cool because I feel like I really am using engineering every day in my business. So yeah. I kind of want to like write my college professors and be like, I know you probably gave up on me in college, but I swear, <laughs> like I use engineering. Yeah. <laughs> um, But no, I had no business experience whatsoever. So I will be 100% honest and tell you that we started selling our product and made a price before we even knew how much it cost us to make the product. So, (laughs) I mean, talk about flying from the seat of your pants. Like we were just like, you know what? There's a demand. Let's just start making it and selling it and we'll figure the rest out. Yeah. And it worked out. I'm not advising you (laughs) to do that, but... Um, and we've never changed our prices. Like it it really, it just worked out. Um, but I, I would say the biggest thing was like, I didn't know about trademarks. Um, I didn't have that background to really take a step back. I was just moving so fast, um, that the first name we picked little buff bakery, which is cute. It's got a nice ring to it. Uh, we were getting lawyer letters people were trying to sue us wow um for infringing on their trademark and so that was like our first big mistake challenge hurdle and i think every day i just wanted to quit and say forget it you know yeah. this is just too big to go through um like i said we, you know we, what
0: got you through that part then
1: we had invested a lot in packaging that already had our name on it, so the thought of just having to scrap all that and start over You're was just overwhelming. In, yeah. But yeah. Um, luckily, you know, the biggest part of owning a business is forming partnerships, and I made a good friend with a lawyer who was kind of willing to like get these people off my back, and we had to go back to the drawing board, come up with a new name, and what I realized through that was like this all happened for a reason. Like this yeah. was part of the plan. Because as much as Little Buff Bakery has like a fun, cute ring to it, if you saw it on the shelf, you wouldn't walk by and think that's protein cake mix. You'd yeah. walk by and think that's cake. There's 20 other cakes right here mm-hmm. too. So when we went back and changed our name to Little Buff Protein, um, I really think in the end that it's a it's a much better name for our company. Uh, when you see it on the shelves and it's got protein really big, right away you know that's different than Duncan Hines and Betty Crocker. And so I've seen through every mistake we've grown, we've learned, and it's made us better. And that is just one example.
0: That's amazing. And I'm going to stop and pause here for a second and, and point something out because I, I, I do this too, but like we make mistakes, right? And it's hard to have a positive mindset about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And to look at what's the blessing in this problem what's the blessing in this adversity yep. and a lot of times I just did a video on Instagram TV actually I posted it on YouTube and and LinkedIn too because I think it's so important it's just a quick one-minute video that whatever problem that you're facing whatever adversity that you're facing whatever struggle pain whatever it is there's a reason for it yep and a lot of times the reason for it in general is to build within you the strength that you need in order to become the person you need to become to accomplish what you're meant to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you're doing. That's what you did in that moment is that, you know what, you did two things. One is that I noticed is that you went all in. You, you, you bought $30,000. I mean, you invested. Mm-hmm. You put your back up against the wall. You know, that's a pretty significant investment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you put your back up against, against the wall so that when you face that struggle, you really had no choice but to get through it. But you did it with a positive attitude going, well, what can I get out of this? What's the blessing? What's the, you know, the positive? And because of that, and you looked at it like, okay, we're actually, because of this, now we've got a better name for our company. And now that positive mindset has been able to help you accelerate the growth of your business and your life, et cetera. And so I just think that's really important to point out because we all face those struggles. We all hit those battles. We all hit things, whether it's in our job, in our personal life, in our spiritual life, in our business, whatever it is, we all face those things, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, but we're all, we're not, everybody puts their pants on the same way, you know what I mean? Everybody, we all face these problems, so how do we look at those is really what determines the outcome of those, right? You know, um, what's, uh, what's been like one of the, I know we were talking before, and I think this is, so we said at the very beginning, yeah. um, what, what did we say?
1: The business is exploding. Exploding. <laughs> so tell, walk us through this oh, man. story. So this month has just been uh, a wild, wild ride. Um, I would say, I mean, changing your name was like a hiccup. I would say overall, putting this business together has been, everything has just fallen into place easier than it should. Um, from uh, getting our warehouse, getting all the equipment to go in it. Um, It just literally fell together and it seemed like this is just too easy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then we had a problem last month where one of our suppliers changed the formula of the product they were supplying us with, didn't tell us, didn't send us any samples ahead of time. So we were completely unaware. Um, And we were just going about production like normal and ramping things up and we found out that everyone's cakes were exploding in their microwave. Oh my gosh. And I mean, first it took us a minute to figure out what was going on because to our knowledge, you know, we had not changed anything sure. and we're trying to think like, you know, what could possibly be happening? So even just to uh, start at square one and figure that out, once we figured it out, you know, we got on it right away to let our customers know what was going on, to let them know how we were gonna fix the problem um, and our, the, the customer response was just amazing. Mm. And my one piece of advice is if you're building something, if you're building a business, especially with a product, create relationships with your customers. Um, mm. Because really it's, it's a blessing for you to be able to serve them. And, and you have to see it that way. It's not them just buying from you, but really you're serving that customer. And if you can build that relationship, they will have your back when everything explodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, the customer <laughs> response was amazing. And they, you know, wanted to, they understood like the hardship it was putting us in with our business and um, started coming up with suggestions of what we could do to uh, lessen that burden. And, you know, in the end it worked out. We had one of the best months of sales we ever had despite the disasters that we were working through and you know, it helped us get a lot more quality control in place. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped us just start to, actually we discovered a new flavor that we're gonna be launching because of it. Wow. Um, and it just really helped us kind of pull in the reins and take a step back and think like, okay, we've been doing this for two years and it's worked. Now we've encountered this hardship. What can we do to A, prevent this and B, grow through it and become better as, um, A manufacturing company. Yeah.
0: That's another example of looking at the positive, you know, in the problem. For sure. Um, So you talked about relationships. I think relationships are huge. I think actually they're everything because people have everything you want and need in life. People have love, friendship, money, opportunity, Mm -hmm. network, experience, experience, knowledge. Everything, knowledge. Mm -hmm everything if you can build those relationships in a genuine way you can leverage those relationships to grow your life Mm -hmm. how do you build how have you built those relationships with your customers
1: Um, with my customers i always uh, put a hand signed thank you note in every package i've really tried to work on the customer experience Mm. so that when people buy the product they're not just getting cake but they're getting an experience they um, feel connected with the brand Um, and so sometimes my kids sign the notes and they start to get that feel of, wow, this is truly a family business. My kids are on payroll too. They'll tell you. (laughs) Are they really? Yeah. That's Um, awesome. So we rope them in as much as we can. And then also through our social media outlet, um, we are very, um, active with our social media and going on Instagram story. And, you know, the, it's amazing how I'll be in the middle of trying to film like a tutorial on how to make. Uh, brownies and my kids will be in the background and the one the customers loved it the one time one of my kids ran by in the middle of my professional tutorial saying (laughs) fart fart and I'm like (laughs) you know and I thought about like cutting it out and just getting rid of it I'm like I can't like have fart on my you know my professional business story and I was like you know what leave it in and just the things that people could relate to that you know they're like oh my gosh that's what my kids do you know and I'm trying to get some something done and they said you know just like your face and reaction and then you just kept going with your tutorial and so people really appreciate that genuine you know candid and 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 they feel like when you put yourself out there like that you know I'm not trying to hide something and so then you know they have trust in our products like if I'm willing to go on there and show you what my life is like at home, my kids running by saying potty words, you know, when we have an issue with our products, like you're gonna know about it. Like this is just who we are. And so um, that's how we've built that relationship. You know, the hand signed thank you notes are great, but then also just being real with people on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's what I think, we were talking about this before, but what really I think um, with the problem that you had as far as the cake exploding, in the microwave and stuff like that, I think the big reason why you are able to get through that was the, yep. how honest you were.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: People love honesty, when you're, especially if you're in sales or business or whatever, if you're not honest, you know, it's not going to go well.
1: People aren't going to buy from you if they don't feel like they can trust you and if they don't like you. That's the bottom line. So. Um, I probably get a couple hundred DMs a day, and I mean, I take the time to respond to all of them. Are you serious? And that's also part of it, is I create relationships with the people. Um, You know, some of them have become really close friends that started as customers, and we've become friends, we've met at different events, and um, so it's, you know, it's a, a layered process of how, you know, those relationships are created, but like I said, it's vital to what we do.
0: How have you, you've got 56,000 followers on Lil Buff yes. Protein, and you've got 17 on your personal page. Yes. How have you built that type of following? And I'm, I wanna know because, for selfish reasons.
1: <laughs> um, you know, it's really being active and engaged and consistent with your posts, um, and with responding to people, and commenting, and things like that also with the business page it's built itself because our customers uh love to share what they're creating it's a really fun product so it comes with a package of sprinkles on each one it's fun to make cake creations and put the sprinkles on and everybody wants to show that they're eating cake and it's healthy so it's kind of just one of those products that spreads by word of mouth naturally and organically because people just put it out there and and then the third way is just um, leveraging connections, doing okay. giveaways with other companies, okay. um, you know, just you know sending products to other companies, and we post each other's things, and just working with people to to help spread the awareness. Yeah. So
0: that's amazing. I uh, I've been working on trying to grow my social media page, but I want to do it in an authentic way. Exactly. I want real followers, real engaged followers that like my content, like like this podcast, you know, um, and just it's like a it's almost like a puzzle, you know, trying to figure it out. It's like I look at the way that I look at social media is it's like a business. You know, I want to provide a product that you're gonna like, right? right? You know, I, I want you to like the product and engage with that product. You know, even though you're not buying it, it's still, you know, when I was in sales, one thing that I really learned is a business is all about attention. Right? You have to, I have to have your attention. So if I'm trying to sell you a product and you don't know me, you're not gonna buy from me. Right. right? If you don't know me, you don't trust me, you're not gonna buy from me, right? And so the way that I've looked at it, or, you know, the way that I, I look at it is it's like a business. You know, I want, in a, in a, not in a like manipulative way or anything like that, it's a business and like I wanna pr- provide a, a good product you know, value. Yeah, I want to provide value, um, and because if you read my blogs or you read this, you can be encouraged by it. And so, um, I've been. I, the reason I asked that is because I've been, you know, trying to do the same thing, um, you know, with with my social media. It's and,
1: hard now. Like it was a lot easier five or six years ago to grow your Instagram. Um, the Instagram has put so many things in place now to just make it difficult to grow, and so. Like anything else, it's like you gotta kinda work around that and, and find ways to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. And I have found that because, um, and I'm always thinking about what's the next one? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next you know, Instagram? Right. You know, and how can I get in early? Um, because Instagram, isn't, Instagram, I think, is the best platform right now, in my opinion. Um, I think it's, it's also, the, it is the fastest growing but um, eventually there's going to be something else, and what is it? But um, how much is that, how much does social media play a part in growing your business?
1: Oh, it's it everything. Huge? I mean, we really don't spend money on marketing, which is amazing, um, besides social media. And so uh, without social media, it's like I don't even know how people would have found out about, I wouldn't have even known there was a demand for it because that's how it all started was me just posting funny looking cakes on yeah. social media and everyone saying I want to buy that you know so without social media we, we, this never even would have started yeah so yeah it's been huge
0: that's amazing now um, you said you involve your kids in your business mm-hmm. so how does that work
1: uh, in the beginning when we were making everything in small batches we would pay them to shake all the cake mix and mix it all up and I have videos of them like shaking yeah. it. Um, and now they do, they put stickers and sprinkle packets on our packages, they'll heat seal stuff, and then um, sign the thank you notes and things like that. So it's cool, they're like really invested, really proud of it. Um, they went on a field trip to like a local business and my son like had his cake shirt on and he's like, we have a business and he was showing off his shirt and telling everybody about the product. And so it's, it's been really cool.
0: And that's really cool because they're, they're watching you Chase, chase something. Right. You know what I mean. And they're seeing you pursue something, and you take risk. And, and you know, I coach soccer um, for a living, basically right now. And um, those kids watch. They watch what you do. Not they watch what I do. And I'm right. just their coach. You know what I mean. And so that I think is amazing. Like involving your kids. I don't have kids, but involving your kids in your business and in your life beyond just you know, what you do at home, you know what I mean? I think because, them seeing you pursue something is going to, is going to inspire them so much more than probably anything else, Mm -hmm. you know? Um,
1: Yeah, adding on to that, um, they've also seen the benefits of it because they were in daycare 70 hours a week before that because my husband and I were both working for the man and we were just never around. Yeah. So we'd see them for like an hour, throw, you know, put them to bed and that was it. And then wow. when we started this business, we got our kids out of daycare. Now, um, you know, we walk them to school. We're so much more a part of their lives. And they've seen that by, by uh, taking this risk, they've seen the benefits of, wow. of what it's done and changed our life. So it's been huge.
0: That's amazing. So would you say that you're creating right now like the life that you want?
1: Definitely. Um, I definitely have a lot more control over my life. I have more control over my day. I spend a lot more time with my family. Um, Even though if you looked at it on paper, I'm working more hours. It's a lot easier to just slip in those hours in places that don't affect us as a family. Mm. So, yeah, it's been huge.
0: I think it's really cool. Now, you told me before you, you have gotten into real estate a little bit, too and which I think is so cool it's just so funny you're like especially (laughs) the first time we talked on the phone you're like I never wanted anything to do with being a business owner or an entrepreneur I never I didn't want anything to do with it nothing and now here you are you're like you know you've got a seven-figure business you own real estate now um which I think is really cool how talk about real estate for a sec is that something that you would recommend somebody get into or
1: yeah, I mean, it, it's been great for us. Um, I always believe in kind of diversifying your financial portfolio. And so if you put all your eggs in one basket and that basket breaks, you're screwed, you know? And so I think um, getting into real estate is just another way to to kind of diversify that. Yeah. And then if if you can do it in a way that benefits you, it's even better. So we bought uh, condos down in Savannah, Georgia. So, we love Savannah. It's a great city. Um, it's a great vacation for our family to go on. And then, just having that extra real estate just adds a layer of protection financially in everything that we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I it definitely, it's, it's been great for us. It's, there's a lot of tax benefits, um, there's a lot of extra write offs and things like that. Um, and then again if it provides value to your life like we went down in April and we were all swimming and it was snowing up here and it was wonderful so um, yeah for sure I definitely recommend that
0: that's awesome I, I want to get into real estate that's why I asked because I think that's one thing that I I definitely want to do eventually when I have the money to do it in the capital um, to really invest um, something that I want to do I just see it as like when I look at renting property I'm like, this makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Like you get cash flow right away. Yep. You know, you're building equity when you sell. So it just makes so much sense to me. But um, what, would, what would you say your definition of success is?
1: Gosh, I would definitely say it has changed so much so? over the years. Um, just in the way that, you know, before I felt like success was, um, you know, working a career that could pay your bills and provide a little extra to, you know, for fun money and things like that, and it's it's gotten so much away from like a financial thing to me. Huh. Like in the in the beginning, it was like success it was like if you hit this number or you made this much money or, you know, you had a house here or a, a car there, and like now it's just so much more about being happy hmm. and um, and just having meaningful relationships, mm. um, believing in what you're doing, and knowing that you're providing value and solving problems for, for other people. Um, so I would say, like, my definition of success is definitely, like, done a 180, even though, like, financially, um, you know, things are great. Like, that's not as much what I base my definition of success on, yeah. so. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like, um, and I think that's great, because, Especially for you,
1: like you've kind of seen that. Like you went from having the financial success, definition of success, and kind of come full circle to like just wanting to provide value and inspire other people, make an impact.
0: Well, and the way that I look at it too is that there's millions of ways to make money.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, and we have to make money. For sure. Right, you got to pay bills, you got to eat, you got to drink water at least. You know what I mean? Like the basic necessities takes money. So you have to make money, but there's millions of ways to make money, you know? So, A, yeah, I think you should make more than less. I don't think less brings much value to your life unless it's like you just hate what you're doing so much and take a little bit of pay cut to do something that maybe gives you more free time with your kids or whatever, and it works out, et cetera, that's that's great. But, so there's always an exception to a rule, but I think, Like, there's so many ways to make money that I'd rather do it doing something that I'm gifted at or something that I feel as if is, you know, is within my gifted zone that gives me that energy, that gives me that purpose. You know what I mean? That, that, you know, I know I can make a lot of money doing what I'm doing one day, you know? And I know that I will, especially with my work ethic. I know that it will happen. Yeah. You know, so... I definitely see that in my life because i've had i 've been twenty two twenty three years old making good money, mm-hmm. and it 's great you know, and sometimes I miss being able to do some of those things that I was able to do, but I know that in five to ten years i 'll be able to do those things plus 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 exactly by just chasing after what I feel my purpose exactly. is um, What do you think your purpose is
1: oh man that 's tough or do, um, do you
0: think you know it or do you, do you... i don't
1: i don't know and yeah. like the funny thing is people will say like Well, what's your plan for this business? Like, is your plan to grow it and sell it? Is your plan to keep it forever? And like, it's just so funny. Like, I've always been a planner. I've always known exactly what I was doing with my life. And I literally followed the blueprint I set out for myself. You know, get a degree, get married, have kids, get the job, get the house, you know, good, done. Checked them all off, you know, thought I was done. Yeah. And then this whole business thing, like put a 180, you know, in my plan. And now I'm just so much more comfortable with not having plans. Like I'm so much more comfortable and just like taking each day for what it is. And of course, we're always looking for the future. We're always trying to grow. And I mean, we're driven, but like I'm not so much as focused on like that next step or, Mm -hmm. um, and so my purpose Um, I think I'm still finding that out every day. I thought I knew my purpose when I did anesthesia and then I flip flopped on that and started my own business. And then people saw that I had talent with marketing and social media. So then I started consulting there. And, um, and so I, I guess my purpose is just to live out every day and, uh, do as much as I can to better myself and better my family and better my position and make an impact. That's
0: amazing. And I think that One thing, the misconception that people have about purpose is that, like, you just all of a sudden it's like a lightning bolt. Purpose hits you, and it's like, oh, this is my purpose, bang. And that's not true. Seek, and you shall find. And that's an ongoing process. You know, things are evolving and changing as you learn, as you grow. And I know you're a person of faith, and it's like walking a line of like following your instinct and your gut. And as you go, things start to come into place this business starts to come in right mm-hmm. and maybe in five years something else comes in and you and you start to just be guided along this purpose journey that like you're following on your path so I think the misconception is that like there's this lightning bolt of purpose and it's right. just not, it's not true like you know you do have gifts and you do have things that you're good at which is aligned with your purpose and you just kind of follow it you know exactly. and it's like Somebody, like, following your heart in a sense or following just that, that instinct of, like, this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm just going to go and try and do it. And I'll figure out if it is or if it isn't. And if it is, like, your business, it's definitely things have fallen into place. Right. And that's amazing. That's awesome and exciting. And yeah. that's because you had the courage to go, you know what, maybe I should do this and I'm going to try it. Yeah. Um, so, well, this has been awesome. Seriously. This has been amazing. And um, so people can find you on Instagram at your... Your business page is Lil Buff Protein, yep. correct? Which is L I L. I'm going to put this actually on the video. Um so people can see L I L B U F F Protein. Yep. Okay. And then your personal page is Lil Buff 02. Yep. L I L B U F F 02. Correct. If you had one piece of advice for someone in their 20s and 30s, what would it be?
1: Um I would say don't put all your hope in the future because you never know what is gonna bring. Okay. So, you know, as much as like this is all about like building that future, um, don't forget to live for today. Hmm. And my other piece of advice would be, because now I just made it two, um you, you have to celebrate the wins and you have to uh, take a step back Because if not, you'll start to resent your work and everything that you're doing. Hmm. So take time to celebrate the the good things that are happening in your life. Um, Don't just always keep projecting forward. If you don't take time to celebrate what you're doing, uh, you'll start to resent everything.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I think that the one thing that you said, like being in the moment right now, that's one of the biggest things I've learned recently is like, as much as I want to create the future, like the future doesn't exist it doesn't and people argue with me on this close friends say no tomorrow exists it doesn't right now is the only thing that exists right you know so be all in right now mm-hmm. whatever you're doing if you're yeah. with whether you're with your family whether you're working on your business your job whatever it is you're on that you're in that workout be all in in that moment exactly because that's the only thing that you currently that's the only thing that exists it's the only thing that 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 you yeah. have And I think that's huge. So I love that you said that. Um, Like I said, this has been amazing. Um, Thanks for having us. (laughs) Absolutely. Go follow her. Go buy um, (laughs) some some protein cake. All right. Um, Go follow them. Seriously, um, it's like just a family owned business that that they're growing organically. It's amazing. Um, And so thank you so much for checking in, tuning in. Like I said, if you're a first time viewer and you haven't subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Follow me on Instagram or DM me, et cetera. I respond to everybody. Um, I'd love to get your feedback, not only on this podcast episode, but on the podcast in general. Um, I get certain people on here based on what people have told me. Hey, I want this type of person. I want to learn from this type of person in this type of industry. So if you have that type of suggestion, please reach out to me. Um, you know, My brain is, is not that smart, okay? But all of your brain's put together helping me create this is um will be a huge help so um, please um, any sort of advice um, leave a review comment etc would really appreciate it but this has been awesome um, thank you for tuning in thank you again christine thank you um, and you all take care and god bless mm. awesome all good right. stuff that was great
1: yeah The what i was gonna say about like living for now is i just and this is like so out of character for me but I had like a 31-year-old patient a couple weeks ago, and we went to do um, just a simple procedure on her, and they put the scope in her mouth, and there was cancer everywhere. Oh my gosh! And it really, really shook me up. Like I was like, "This is a 31-year-old that just got diagnosed with terminal cancer. What, what would I be disappointed about if someone?" said today, like, Christine, you have cancer and that's, like, you got a couple months. Like, What would, like, disappoint me? And I realized that, like, I was taking every penny we were making and putting it into retirement and, you know, investing and, like, my kid's college fund and, like, I really wasn't enjoying any of it now. It was just, like, everything was towards the future because that's how my mom, she's, like, so financially responsible and, like, save, 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 save every penny, you know? and. I like I went home from work and I was like I like I am not enjoying any of this now and I am putting all of my hope in the future. And so I turned around and bought a Tesla <laughs> so I bought I bought a wow. super, really really fun car and I was just like and I've, I've never owned a cool car I've never like been into cars but I really like Tesla. And I was just kind of like, I, I like I need to like do something to like enjoy some of this now. Of course, yeah. still be responsible and like save for retirement, save for my kids' college fund. But at the end of the day, like if I'm not also enjoying some of it now, and then I retire and I'm not healthy, like what was the point of that? You know. Yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. I'm excited about it. That is cool. When so when did you get? This? I I got it last week. Did you
0: really? Yeah. Awesome.
1: I, love yeah. S- love I know they're so, so fun. Cool. We got the SUV one, and so oh, you did? it like has the gullwing doors and stuff like that that open like that. That's sick. <laughs> <so laughs> really cool.